I cannot wait to talk with Patrick Nolan. He is a forensic historian who has studied the John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, and Robert Kennedy assassinations. And he's the author of a book called CIA Rogues and the Killing of the Kennedys. He's been a journalist, a television news producer, a professor at schools like Hofstra University and St. John's University, and he's kind enough to get up early for us this morning. Patrick, it's great to talk with you. Thank you. Good. It's great to be here, Frank. How you doing? I'm doing well. I am doing well. So I know your book is uh, a few years old. I read it about five or six years ago. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. And we're going to get into the central tenets of your book in uh, in just a bit. But what was it that prompted your interest in studying all these infamous assassinations of the 1960s? Well, most of it was just what you just said, you know, seeing all of these uh, contradictions and inconsistencies, you know, as these cases uh, became, as more became known about all of these cases. And uh, with, so with me, uh, and actually, I actually saw John Kennedy speak in my hometown when I was, you know, in, uh, what, seventh grade. And then, uh, you know, in high school, Bobby Kennedy came to our hometown running for president. I shook hands with him. I was one of the lucky kids that was chasing his car. And uh, if you put your hand out, you know, he would reach for you. But I really feel you know, my whole family felt uh, that way about the Kennedys. So sure enough, I, the more I read, the more I read, I started realizing, wait a minute, uh, there, there's, there are too many unanswered questions. And... Uh, we need to know, we need to know more. We have to get the records. And uh, then we saw Martin Luther King. You know, when I was in college, when he when he got hit, it was uh, uh, the same problem. You know, uh, this, this James Earl Ray case didn't make a whole lot of sense. And uh, I started putting pieces together. And uh, you know, I, I eventually started writing years ago as a screenplay. And then, you know, uh, uh, someone told me I was putting the, uh, the, you know, the cart before the horse. Uh, that was right. Arthur Schlesinger said that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I said, oh, he said, you know, get, get your book out there. Don't worry about the screenplay. <laughs> So let's talk about what uh, what some people believe happened with the Kennedys. I mentioned Robert F. Kennedy Jr. being very open about what he thinks has gone on here. Here he was uh, talking with Michael Smirkanish on a town hall meeting the other day, uh, saying that he believes the CIA might have been involved. This is what he said, and I want to have you respond. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, given the limited time that we have, but it needs to be said. You believe that the assassination of both your uncle and your father were the result of a, I think you've said, 60-year-on war between the family and the CIA. First of all, is that fair, the way I've, I've encapsulated it? Well, I, I think that my uncle was killed because uh, of his opposition to the Vietnam War and his opposition to invading Cuba. And I think he was killed. I mean, I, it's very well documented. The group of people within the CIA who were involved in his assassination, many of them have confessed. Many of those confessions were deathbed confessions. But not accepted by the Warren Commission, who believed that Oswald acted alone. Yeah, the Warren Commission, which was run by... Alan Dulles, who was the head of the CIA, who wheedled himself onto that commission and then ended up running it and hid the CIA involvement systematically from the commission. But um, 
after, in 1973, so nine years after the Warren Commission, the U.S. Congress investigated the, my uncle's assassination, and the U.S. Congress said, no, it was a conspiracy. And, and the, on that commission, which, and I know all the members of that commission, Richard Schweitzer, who was the senator, said the CIA killed uh, John Kennedy. So, Patrick, um, does Robert Kennedy Jr. have it right there? No, he's right on. He's right on. That's where all the evidence uh, is points. It points to them, uh, a group within the agency uh, that uh, had been there all during, you know, the well, the fifties, and uh, they, their motive was power and self-preservation, and they had a rabid desire to defeat communism. And you could say, well, what's wrong with that? Well, it turns out Kennedy, uh, both Kennedys. They wanted to make peace with Vietnam, you know, peace with the Soviet Union, peace with Cuba. And there was a way to do of doing this. But these people were uh, uh, rabid right wing. Uh, and you, you see some of that today. And, it, and it's, uh, only in those days, they, they figured they were going to win. And the way to do it was to remove these people with uh, certain agency programs that they had in place where they were able to carry out an assassination, uh, and uh, it would look like a lone nut, uh, when in fact it was a it was a, an unwitting patsy, a fall guy, with hidden sharpshooters on the side on the sidelines, and uh, so we saw this in other countries, and it happened here. And uh, the, these agency rogues, I call them, uh, had perfected this method. And so they used it. Your so, research suggests that it wasn't necessarily a decision that came from the uh, the upper echelons of the CIA, but it was a, as to use your words, a rogue group of intelligence agents within the CIA that carried this out. Well, no, well at that point, uh, Alan Dulles was the head, and he had been fired by JFK. And I, and I know he wasn't happy about that. And as you just heard on the tape, he became the, he was part of the Warren Commission. But uh, no, it was under him was Richard Helms. Uh, Helms was, was uh, eventually took 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 over, and uh, w- once he became head, all, all of the all this domestic stuff started happening. Uh, and then right under him, you have uh, James Angleton, head of counterintelligence, and they thought the same way. Those two. Uh, but John Kennedy's CIA chief, no, he, he, you know, he was working for John Kennedy. He was, you know, uh, a friend. Uh, so these guys were right, right under that, that level. Uh, Helms, you know, Angleton, Phillips, David Phillips, head of the West, Western Hemisphere, and uh, E. Howard Hunt, who we find out later he, he appeared in, uh, in the Watergate uh, scandal. But, uh, in fact, the Watergate burglars were, uh, were what, four of them were CIA. The, so, uh, yeah. the, one of the theories that we've heard about the John F. Kennedy assassination over the years has been that it might have been some sort of a collaboration between the CIA, between the mafia, and maybe even people close to Lyndon Johnson. Is your contention that it was solely the CIA, or were they aided with other elements? No, we, no, we know, we know uh, that, that they were aided by the mob. Oh, the mob and the CIA at that time had an alliance, you know, and this is well known with, with Giancana, uh, um, Marcello, Traf- Traficante in Florida. 
and it was it was it was a, um, a very well. Hoover had the same thing over at the FBI. He was protecting the mob. You know, I mean, he had four agents in New York uh, going after mobsters and four hundred going after communists. Right. You know, and Bobby Kennedy reversed that. Started putting all the mob people away. Um, but oh yeah, they, they took Ruby, Ruby who killed uh, the the uh, alleged shooter Oswald. Ruby was was mob, you know, and uh, connected with the Chicago mob and then the Dallas mob. So so oh yeah, they they use mob people for a lot of things to silence witnesses, as as uh, as well as uh, um, to to carry out actual hits, you know, of uh, these leaders. I think there was some foreign involvement too, though. I think, uh, like in the Sirhan Sirhan case, uh, shooters seem to seem to have been Arab people. That uh, we had a really strong alliance with the Shah of Iran at that point because it was before the takeover of the, uh, the Muslim, uh, you know, fanatics. And uh, Helms actually went to school with one one of the. Uh, uh, Iranian leaders, you know, the Shah. And uh, so he had a very close relationship. And then he became ambassador to uh, to Iran after he left the CIA, Richard Holmes. But uh... With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. In terms of yeah. the the other assassinations that you focus on in your book, Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy, were the same people, this hybrid of CIA and mafia figures, do you believe that they were responsible for both of those assassinations as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, the evidence is there. They had this, this, the motive, the means, the opportunity. Uh, because you still had the same exact uh, problem, you had uh, the war in Vietnam that, that they were they refused to uh, to compromise on. Bobby wanted to get out, uh, just as John had had reversed the order. You know, to, he was reversing the military's uh, plans. Uh, but it was Vietnam. It was Cuba. They still wanted to get back into Cuba, and then well, the Berlin Wall. That's that's the Soviet Union, where. Uh, they didn't. They did not want to compromise on that, you know. And uh, this, so, is, yeah, we we see that for bo- in both administrations. Yeah, and both, uh, what evidence suggests that either forensically or in any other form of evidence that this is the case? That the lone gunman theory put forward by the Warren Commission and and other entities that that is not accurate. That that it was the result of a conspiracy, and further that the CIA was part of that conspiracy. There's a whole list of evidence, but four things are physical evidence, eyewitness accounts, film analyses, and uh, medical testimony from the doctors. If you look at all four of those, in both cases, Bobby and uh, John, you'll you'll see that uh, the huge discrepancies, the medical testimony, for example, the bullet bullet that killed John Kennedy, the back of his head was blown out. The bullet came from the front. 
Well, automatically, if you have a, a shooter in the front and a shooter in the back, that's a conspiracy. You have more than one shooter. Um, film analysis, you just look at the film that's available. The eyewitness accounts, you know, more people said the bullets came from Dealey Plaza, in Dealey Plaza, came from uh, the Grassy Knoll than the, uh, you know, the book depository building. Um, and then the physical evidence, especially in the Bobby Kennedy case, the physical evidence, the bullets don't match up with the, you, you could take a bullet and it has grooves on it, it's been fired. You you take a gun, uh, well, it's a Sirhan gun, and you shoot, shoot, shoot a bullet, see if the, the grooves match up. And if they don't, then you know, you know, the, the bullets came from a different gun. They were fired from, from uh, uh, from someone else. And you see that in these cases. So, um, but the, 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 the CIA is, the, is not giving up their records, and uh, we've been able to get so many. And uh, but they're still holding out. And they, well, they say, well, it's sources and methods. It, it's more than sources and methods. You know, they they know that the evidence is, will uh, uh, will lead directly to them. One of the things that, uh, and if people are just tuning in, we're talking with Patrick D. Nolan. If you want to check out his book, it's available on Amazon, CIA Rogues and the Killing of the Kennedys, How and Why U.S. Agents Conspired to Assassinate JFK and RFK. One of the things that we have heard for years uh, about folks that believe that the CIA or other entities might have uh, within the government is how different history would have been had Kennedy have lived, and they don't believe that he would have pursued the same course in Vietnam as Lyndon Johnson. And I think even Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has said that to some extent. This is uh, some footage of John F. Kennedy in 1963, September of 1963. This is what he had to say on the subject of Vietnam. But these people who say that uh, we ought to withdraw from Vietnam are wholly wrong, because if we withdrew from Vietnam, the communists would control Vietnam. Pretty soon, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos... Malaya would go, and all of Southeast Asia would be under the control of the communists and under the domination of the Chinese. And then India, Burma would be the next target. So I think we should stay. We should make it clear, as Ambassador Lodge is now making it clear, that while we want to help, we don't see a successful ending to this war unless the people will support it. And the people will not support the effort if uh, the government continues to follow the policy of the past two months. I hope that will be clear to the government should be. After all, they've been conducting this struggle for 10 years, and uh, I admire what the president has done. He's been counted out a number of times. I'm hopeful that he will come to see that uh, they have to reestablish their relationship. So, Patrick, that doesn't sound like a guy that's very dovish. That sounds like a guy that's ready to double down and is warning the world of the threat of the communists taking over Vietnam. So I, I explain the dichotomy between this, what we're hearing from Kennedy there and what others have said that he would have done had he lived. You, you just have to look at the National Security Agency memos. There's a memo that he, that he signed an order to pull out a thousand troops. This, this, is, this is right at the very end though. It's, it's like, I think it's in October. And, uh, he wanted to start pulling out troops. He signed the order, and as soon as he was hit, uh, the next week, President Johnson reversed that order. Um, so that's pretty clear. Politically, he was saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, uh, you know, 
we're going to rein in or hold back communism, you know, from from moving into any more of these countries. And and he was going to do that, but his whole plan was to not do it militarily. He wanted to do it economically because he knew we could win that way, you know. And uh, and he, I think he was right because we we've shown that uh, anywhere we go, if we have enough uh, money and resources, and that's why he set up the Peace Corps it's just to get things going. Uh, you can win people over to your side with, without uh, you know resorting to the military. Save lives on both sides. Do you believe that Sirhan Sirhan was involved with the assassination at all of Robert F. Kennedy? No, he, he didn't have a clue. He wasn't even a Muslim. People say, oh, he's a Muslim terrorist, and he did it because Bobby was going to uh, give planes to Israel to blow up uh, you know, the Arab world. Uh, all of the candidates were, wanted to give planes, you know, bombers to Israel. It's a, but he himself wasn't even a Muslim. He was a Christian, uh, born in Jerusalem, uh, came over here you know, when he was 12 or so, uh, with his family, you know, the five kids. And, uh, in fact, his mother, Mary, she got a job uh, working in a Presbyterian uh, nursery school, you know. So do you believe that Sirhan Sirhan might have been drugged, as, as some people do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all Everyone who uh, who's, was uh, an eyewitness that... Uh, you know, uh, talked about seeing him at all of these points after he, he he was missing for three months. And it's not ironically that the trip programming takes three months, but he was totally, no one knows where he was, say from December to March. And then uh, sure enough, he comes back in April and uh, he's a little different. And uh, the, the trances he, he would go into, um, sure, pe- people noticed it. And uh, uh, post-hypnotic suggestions that are brought about by conditioning and drug and hypnosis, drugs and resident, will, uh, you know, this is this is the program the CIA had been go- working on since the 50s, the uh, early 50s. Patrick Nolan, we're going to have to end it there. I appreciate the time. Uh, let's talk again soon. Okay. Thanks, Frank. Patrick, appreciate it. Patrick Nolan, check out the book, CIA Rogues and the Killing of the Kennedys. Comments, questions, thoughts, 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight.